Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a junkie for Economics 101. And what I mean by that is that so much of the market can be simply understood by watching the balance of supply and demand of any commodity. But markets are not always that efficient. They stumble from time to time and they temporarily get out of balance. Prices can be highly elastic when it comes to short-term imbalances of supply and demand. We've seen it recently in all forms of products. We've seen it in oil, we've seen it in surgical masks, some medications, and even toilet paper. One of the great illusions is that we operate in a truly free market economy. That's true part of the time, except when it's not. We know that multiple bids for a product will result in a higher price. Fewer bids transfer the negotiating leverage to the buyer. This is exactly the same in real estate. We know that if a multifamily project has, say, 20 offers, it's going to sell for more than if it only has one. It's a true market when there are multiple buyers and multiple sellers. But increasingly, large buyers like Walmart create perfect competition, where suppliers conduct a reverse auction bidding down the price in order to win a contract from a Walmart or a Costco, resulting in the perfect free market monopoly. We've experienced decades of falling commodity prices as global supply chains, consolidation, and increasing specialization have enabled that reverse auction to bid the price down, the proverbial race to the bottom. Our commodity economy continues to function as long as supply chains operate without disruption. But now we're experiencing unprecedented collapse in both supply and demand. Not for everything. The market is operating in a very inefficient way right now. Normal demand patterns are disrupted. You only need to go to the supermarket to see this effect. People are staying at home and favoring canned foods, packaged foods over fresh fruits and vegetables. We're at the height of the strawberry season right now, and yet we're experiencing a surplus of strawberries and a shortage of canned beans. People aren't buying strawberries and they're rotting in the fields. North Americans consume most of their potatoes in restaurants in the form of french fries. And with restaurants closed down, potato stockpiles from last year are overflowing. Farmers are having trouble selling potatoes, and they're reducing their planned 2020 crop size. And naturally, potato prices have dropped. Two days ago, Tyson Foods issued a public warning of supply chain disruptions. There's the simultaneous condition of too much supply at various stages of the product pipeline and a shortage of supply at the end of the pipeline. For example, Canada ships 6 million piglets, each weighing about 40 pounds to the U.S., where farmers grow them to a weight of 250 pounds before they're sent to slaughter. Due to the shutdowns in various meat processing plants across the U.S., processing capacity is down about 25%, and the White House has invoked a wartime measure to force the meat processing plants to remain open. It's possible we'll see shortages result in higher prices at the retail level at the same time that the price for piglets is falling to near zero. One Manitoba pork farmer, Rick Bergman, who is the chair of the Canadian Pork Council, told the Financial Post this week that he sent a regular weekly shipment of 800 piglets to the U.S., when the customer refused the order, he chose to give the piglets away for free rather than incur the cost of taking them back. In a full-page advertisement in the New York Times on Sunday, Tyson Foods chairman John Tyson warned that millions of pounds of meat will disappear from the supply chain as the pandemic forces processing plants to close, leading to product shortages in grocery stores. The food supply chain is breaking, wrote Mr. Tyson. Millions of animals, Chickens, pigs, and cattle will be depopulated because of the closure of our processing facilities. Markets all over the world are going to be experiencing these kinds of disruptions. It means we'll see local price increases for certain commodities. For example, today I purchased precious metals from my own portfolio. 
the premium for bullion coins charged by the dealers was 35% compared with the normal premium of about 10%. In fact, the licensed dealers in my hometown were 100% out of stock. In the end, I placed the order with the bullion desk at my local bank, and the bullion's going to be delivered in less than two weeks. The dealers are quoting much longer delivery times and charging a much higher premium. Again, this all relates to supply and demand. Real estate's no different. I'm starting to see distressed sales on the market. These disruptions here too are creating market inefficiencies. The big question is how long will the imbalance persist? Is this a short-term condition or a medium-term condition? If the surplus is, let's say, for retail space, it might indeed be a long-term surplus. So as you think about that, take a look at anything you see in the marketplace through the lens of supply and demand. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.